This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Last month, we introduced you to a number of restaurant owners on King Street who at that time said their business had plummeted since the start of the King Street Pilot Project, which prioritizes streetcar service between Bathurst and Jarvis and forces vehicular traffic to turn right at every major intersection. That's one side of the story. There's now another, a group which is becoming equally as vocal. A coalition of more than 15 organizations has launched a We Love King campaign to show support for the King Street pilot project, partly in response to protests by local business people who say the plan is costing them money. The newly formed King for All Coalition encourages all Torontonians to let the city know they approve of the pilot project by signing a pledge online. Amanda O'Rourke is the executive director of 880 City. She joins me in studio along with the executive director of ttcriders.ca, Sheila Pisey. Allen, who's on the phone. Welcome to you both. Thank you very much, Jane. Thanks for having us. Amanda, uh, tell us first of all about your organization, 880 Cities, for those who don't know about it, and why uh, this move to favor and be vocal about this pilot project. Sure, yeah. So 880 Cities, we're a nonprofit organization and we're based here in Toronto. And our mission is really to improve the quality of life for people living in cities, no matter their age, um, their background, or their socioeconomic status. Um, we have a very simple concept called the 880 concept. We believe that if everything we did in our cities was great for an eight year old and an 80 year old, hence 880 Cities, uh, we believe it would be great for all. Uh, so we've really challenged a lot of cities around the world, um, around 250 cities uh, we've worked with, and challenged them to use this perspective when they're designing their streets and public spaces. And how does the King Street Pilot Project fit into that mold? It's a great question. So uh, the King Street Pilot, uh, we're really excited about the project because it's really looking at King Street as uh, street as a public space. Uh, you know, 25% of our public spaces in Toronto are our streets. Um, and getting to use our streets uh, to move people rather than just moving cars is a big component of creating a more equitable mobility system for everyone, for all Torontonians. And Sheila, this is Sheila's with ttcriders.ca. This has been a real boon to riders, hasn't it? That's right. We know that before the pilot even began, there was over 70,000 transit riders on an average weekday who used who used King Street. It's the busiest surface route on the TTC. And what we know is that travel times are down along King Street. Reliability is up. And there's been a phenomenal increase in ridership. The TTC estimates that between 20 to 25 percent more riders are using the pilot. Right. And it's taking them a lot less time to get uh, between Bathurst and Jarvis either way, right? That's right. Average travel times are down. So that's why, you know, we've launched this coalition at weloveking.ca so that 
transit riders and, and groups across the city and along King can show their love for the pilot because for transit riders, it's really working. As we always do on every topic, we put the issue to you, the Zoomer radio listener. If you've driven your vehicle on King since the pilot project began or taken the streetcar since the pilot project began, we want to hear from you. Your experience. Is it better? Is it worse? Are you willing to be patient, particularly if you're a driver? Or is it something that's, in your mind, not working out for the city and for traffic congestion? 416 6-0-0-7-40 or 1-866-740-4740, toll free. Uh, Amanda, what about business owners? They do have a point if they've lost business. Um, they were saying last month that in some cases, the profits were way off, like 60% year over year. Well, I think the point of the coalition is we really want to work with local businesses. And, um, you know, we are interested in seeing the pilot through to the whole one-year pilot time frame. Uh, So we're, you know, the pilot started in November. And one of the metrics that the city is looking at is, beyond what Sheila talked about, all the transit metrics of reliability and then the increased number of riders, all that stuff. Um, We're also, they're going to be collecting retail sales data. So we're really interested to see that data and and see what the impact is. But I mean, three months in, it's it's early days. We're excited about the initiatives to also improve the public realm along King and see how that also um, changes the streets and, and invites people to linger and experience the street I mean, King is an amazing street. It has fantastic restaurants and theaters, um, and it really speaks to the fact that it's a really uh, an inviting public space. Uh, and and that's really the point of the of the project is to is to look at our streets beyond just uh, corridors for moving traffic or ve- vehicular traffic, and look at how it can be a place for people. So it sounds like you're embracing everybody. It's not transit riders versus business owners and restaurant owners. It sounds like this. there's an inclusivity to your message. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of business owners and people who work along King are also transit riders. And so we want to work with everybody who lives, works, and plays along King Street to make the transit pilot project work for everyone. We know that one of the improvements that's coming along really soon is the two-hour transfer, and that means that you'll get on the TTC and you'll be able to hop on and off for two hours, and that's going to really, I think, be um, a huge improvement for local businesses and allow transit riders and commuters to get off and do their shopping along King. So that's one of the improvements that we know will work for everyone. And what about people who drive cars? What kind of uh, reassurance can you offer them? Because it's the, it's those people who are saying, well, if I have to drive on King or on Queen or Richmond or Adelaide, it's now taking me longer. So how can they feel comforted in knowing that their experience is ultimately going Going to be better. Sheila, if you want Sheila? to address that. Yeah, well, we know that um, this city has has offered some improvements to drivers. It's offering free two hours of free parking. And we know that the vehicular traffic has not been seriously impacted. The average um, travel times have not um, serious, um, severely gone up because of the pilot. So it really um, stands to benefit everyone who lives, works, and plays along King Street. And of course, it's a pilot for a reason. We know that there needs to be, you know, 
some improvements made, and that's why we're working in this coalition so we can all work together, business owners, transit riders, neighborhood association, residents, um, to see this project through and see it succeed. Well, Mayor John Tory has obviously been a proponent of the King Street Pilot Project and other councillors on City Council, and he was on with me last month, and I described the venture as having growing pains, and he thought that that was a fair assessment. Um, I understand from your news conference yesterday, Amanda, that these kinds of projects in other major cities have also resulted in growing pains in the short term. Oh, sure. I think any time a city... Um embarks on a new project, there are growing pains and, and change is hard. And there's um, a lot of cities are going through these same tensions. I mentioned that at the, the press conference yesterday. Um, but this is also about um, what kind of Toronto we want to be. Um, you know, this is this is a really great example about um, cities changing for the 21st century. You know, um, we have been for the last hundred years doing designing our streets in one way, and and you know our our city is changing and growing. We have more people living in our city. We have a lot more older people living in our city. We have more children uh, living downtown. Um, there's there has to as our streets change. Uh, we, as our population changes, our streets have to change with them and accommodate that. And we see cities like Melbourne in Australia, we see Copenhagen in, in Europe, we see um, New York City. These are all um, examples of cities that have gone through these kinds of changes. And um, in fact, uh, the, the changes have been very positive for local businesses, and there's been increasing in retail sales and things like that. So, And that's another way to look at it, too, if you're listening and you're driving around or, or you're at home in the kitchen and you've been to other cities, lived in other cities where you've seen transit and cars cohabitate better than what we're doing in Toronto, or as we're tr- transitioning towards you, you're welcome to share those experiences as well. 416 360 Zero zero seven forty or one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Sheila Pisey Allen with uh, TTCRiders.ca. The city has introduced some incentives to get people to use King Street, like a free period of parking, and uh, they're talking about different kinds of art exhibits to get people down there to enjoy the city. Uh, is it is a lot of that targeted to the better weather, or is this something we can be enjoying now? Well, the parking has just rolled out, and I know Winterlicious is in full swing, so I think a lot of people are enjoying King Street now. And, you know, it is already an extremely busy corridor. With the Before the pilot began, over 70,000 transit riders were traveling along King on an average weekday. Now we know that number has increased by 20 to 25% and is only climbing. So I think that King might seem to be emptier just because there's fewer cars, but in fact, there are tons of people moving along King, shopping on King, people who work and live on King. I guess the experience for a lot of people when they come downtown in their car is uh, the expense of parking is very high, particularly if you're coming down to a theater event on King or if you're, you know, you're parking in the heart of the city. Um, that can be quite expensive. And I, probably what a lot of people haven't considered is the idea of parking farther out and taking the King car to go to the Royal Alex or go to the Princess of Wales and all the various uh, restaurants that are along that stretch. Absolutely. Either of you that's can a, comment that's on a that. Great, uh, that's a great suggestion for people who want to 
try out the King Street Pilot, um, you know, try taking transit. Give it a try. Uh, overall, so Amanda, at this point, you're looking for, I know you got a bump yesterday from people on your online petition. So what what are you encouraging Torontonians to do? How do you want people to weigh in? Yeah, so Sheila, you can speak to this as well. But I know that um, after the press conference, we got a huge bump in the number of pledges of people who signed on to the We Love King. I think the last time I looked, it was around 1,400. Is that right, Sheila? Yeah, I just um, looked at it a few seconds ago, and it's over 1,600 pledges. And that's just since launching tomorrow. So we can see that there are many people in Toronto who are um, working and taking transit along King who support it and want to see it succeed. So people can go to weloveking.ca to take the pledge in support of King and get involved in the coalition to Im- improve the pilot and make it work for everyone. Well, certainly we love King here at the Zoomerplex. We are just a short walk away from King Street. Uh, we're near King and Dufferin, so we, we appreciate that a lot of people are using the street in our neighborhood as well and we want to see it work for people people who are coming into the city and particularly downtown. I know we're all looking forward to the return of Come From Away on King Street. That's going to be a huge production, which, you know, when people come to see the Mervish productions, they go to the restaurants. And and so we all hope the restaurant owners do better as a result of this Broadway success coming back to Toronto. Yeah, I actually took the King Street car today. Good. Yeah, it was great. It was pretty fast. And it was fast because the complaint before Mayor Tory would always say that people could walk faster, Mm -hmm. literally, at some times than than the trip on the King's car before uh, before the project was introduced. Exactly. That's exactly right. People, yeah, would often contact us and tell us, you know, it's faster to walk than to take the car. And now, of course, with all the increased ridership, there will be, you know, a need for more service, but um, that's one of the improvements that we'll be working on with this coalition. All right. We love King.ca. Thank you both for your time. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Amanda O'Rourke, Executive Director of 880 Cities, and Sheila Pizzi-Allen, who's with ttcriders.ca. We love King.ca if you're interested in signing the petition or finding out more information. So we have a new national anthem. Actually, we just have two words that are new in the national anthem. Oh, Canada is gender neutral now. How do you feel about that? Your calls are welcome until the top of the hour as we change topics once again. 416-360-0740. Toll-free, 1-866-744-740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.